true. So you you gonna put the uh, the consultation back up? The uh... man, you might as well go ahead and do it, bro. Oh God, kill him, kill him, man. <laughs> I put the consultations up and I got swamped. <laughs> so you you gonna put the uh, the consultation back up? The uh, man, you might as well go ahead and do it. All right, cool. I'm back. So man, y'all killing me, man. I put the, I put the consultations up for like two minutes, bro. And I got so many, you know. So many. I didn't expect to get that many. That was the thing. I did not expect for that many people to really know what it was with me. Yeah. Then I, I just feel like I've been behind the scenes for so long that ain't, ain't too many people knew about me. But I had people who um, knew me through people who mm-hmm. didn't necessarily follow me. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, what's up with that? And I'm like, you know, my partners, man, Bo and Super Slide, they're like, yo, you got to quit playing. So... I decided to try it just for a few minutes. I didn't know it was going to be that crazy. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do it, brother. Go ahead. So, you know, I'll take it. That's what's up. First thing is first, I want to ask you the obvious, uh, the election, the Trump energy. He, he This dude is wilding the fuck out like we thought he would. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, so, you know, the Gemini, you know, the gift and the curse, two personalities, Blue tie to red tie. You know, there's a whole bunch of things that, you know, people have been overlooking this whole time. That it, And see, we forget about the process. The process is they have to give notice. They have to give notice. They have to let you know what's coming. They have to let you know what's going on. But the problem is people are not really paying attention. See, they get so emotional, they don't really pay attention to what's going on. And, you know, the, the theme of this whole thing is carrying is going on and it's being carried out in the election process. You know, there, you know, you can best believe some loopholes will be closed after this particular process, which is going to make it even harder for people to vote and people don't even realize what's coming. You know, when the lady in Florida exposed the um the voter fraud that went on with Bush, who listened? Everybody said she was crazy. Right. And so here you have Fast forward to now, and you're having these same problems. But here's the problem: you got a guy that's the president that's calling it out. See, we, we was calling it, people was calling it out for Gore at the time because I think it was Gore running against Bush. It, yeah, mm-hmm. they were saying, "Okay, Bush, Bush brother is in Florida. You know, Gore should have won Florida." Blah 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 blah. But he wasn't a president, so he couldn't really, and he just accepted his loss. He like took the L because he didn't really want that smoke anyway, because of course we know they know what's coming. But now you have a person that's not a politician. Trump is not a politician, though. Trump is all business. And he's behaving like a businessman. How would you feel if somebody was trying to take over your company? How do you people forget about what Steve Jobs did? I mean, the man was not going to let them take over his company. They actually kicked him out of his company and, and, and had to bring him back in order to save the company. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, if you got a person that's viewing this presidency as his company, man, ain't finna just go, go quietly. You know, there's always, there's also been undertones of him running again after this one. 
So if if whoever is elected mess it up, if he don't win the presidency now, he's going to run again. And what is he going to say? I told you so. If this doesn't play out the way it's supposed to play out. So, you know, the Trump energy is whole different. It's, 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 whole, it's very different than any other president we've ever had because Trump is actually going, he's using soothsayers. He's, tap, he's trying to tap into, you know, the magic of a thing that he has always been against. You know, he's never been for, you know, what we do until it represents a part of his program. So in my opinion, if, let's just say, let's just say, some way he holds, right? Then he gonna really put foot to ass because now he has a house and he have exposed the true colors of those who wish to globalize this whole thing. Because it's all about globalization and about how fast they can globalize. Agenda 21 is right over the horizon. If, 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 if. People don't realize how, how big this and how much money is invested in this Agenda 21 and Agenda 35 or whatever agenda they got in globalizing and creating one world population, one world order. You know, and this particular guy, even, you know, some of the higher ups in the Trilateral Commission has said that this is their enemy. You know, no one in the history of my understanding, and I've been looking at how the Trilateral Commission and the United Nations moved since 1995. And nobody that I can think of has ever said that a sitting president was their enemy. That just lets you know that all sitting presidents have went along with whatever the agenda was even if they got some some of the things they wanted for the country. Because, see, they can't just give you everything. They can't just give you everything. They have to spoon-feed you. So if you look at every presidency, everybody was spoon-feed. I was looking at Dr. Claude Anderson, and Dr. Claude Anderson was like, he looked at both of them. He looked at the Trump um, bill for the black community, and he looked at Biden bill for the black community, and nothing was substance. He said there was nothing of substance. Nothing that will benefit the African American community. Nothing. And then he goes on to explain why uh, immigrants have more of a chance to make it than you and I, as African Americans born here. And he explained it because the Constitution don't apply to you. And as as long as we've been screaming this at the top of our lungs and then telling people this, they still don't understand that the Dred Scott case was never overturned. They still on the so, so not only are you a citizen, let's just say you are not a citizen. Let's just say you are a man. Or you're three-fifths of a man if you are that. And then the Constitution don't apply to you because you're in servitude. See, so, you know, and people don't like, 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 they say, man, you don't study. So the majority of us don't study. A majority of us don't read. A majority of us don't do the mirror work. See, if you don't understand yourself, then you would never be able to understand what how these people got you oppressed. A lot of people feel like just because they woke and they conscious and all this, that they have the ups on somebody. Bro, if you, on your birth certificates, if it says African-American or black, and it doesn't have the father's name and the mother's name as the same name, you don't have a shot. Because in this country, if you was born in this country, I don't care if you 
become a moron and you pay your dues. I don't care what it is. If you have a United States of America birth certificate and is registered at the Social Security Administration and your mother's last name is Davis and your father owned the birth certificate and last name isn't Davis, then guess what? You are under the same rule of thumb. I don't care if you change your name to L. I don't care what you do. You are you are in a country that owns you. They own you. I posted a post that said they couldn't just free us, so they made everybody slaves. That's all a citizen is. They can't free us. They can't free the African American community. So they made everybody slaves. So they gave everybody a social security number. So they made everybody a citizen. And then only the only thing about it is the citizens that are non-black or non-African American or whatever title you want to use, those citizens, even the Africans, they consider them white people when they come over here. Mm-hmm. Everybody that every immigrant that comes into the country is 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 white. So you you still talking about our vote when seventy percent of this country is white? What is thirty percent vote going to do? You see what I'm saying? When you look at it in the scope of things, and this is a democracy, majority rules. It's not a republic. It's not a republic. This is a democracy with majority rules. Majority determines what the rest of y'all are going to do. So when people start looking at these things from a, from a perspective of what they think they know, because they don't study, they just took regular high school civics or just regular civics in, in college and didn't go anything beyond that. You got lawyers that don't know shit. You got judges that don't know shit. You see videos every day of people that are higher up. The higher up you go just means that you've been educated on their procedure better than anybody else. Because that's all it is, it's procedure. It's just procedure. These people are following procedure to the T. And because you're violating, I make this point all the time, you're violating. If you're violating, then according to the contracts that you signed in life that your mother has signed, you have not yet achieved the age of majority, which really doesn't matter. You're adhering to these contracts. Your parents are adhering to these contracts, so you have to stay in honor. Once you become or you go into dishonor, the bank has to collect. Because energy is money. Money is energy. I don't care how much you have. How much you have, they can take it out. They can pull it out you as fast as you get it. They show you all this all the time. They put these things in front of you all the time. But we don't pay attention. It's too emotional. You get so emotional that we don't pay attention to what they put in front of you. Because people, they have to give you notice. They're going to always give you notice. They give notice to see if you're paying attention. As long as 5% of the people that's woke is paying attention, it's not going to create a dent. It's not going, it's not going to do anything to you. It's not going to do any. It's not going to change it. It's not going to fall to you. We got one of the, one of probably one of the best Economic, black economic minds saying that there's no meaningful change in either party. So that should let you know where they stand in this whole thing. I just think white supremacy is going to disappear with Joe Biden because he got Kamala Harris who contributed to white supremacy. Come on, that don't make no sense. That, you know, you, you know, and then you can't even follow Kamala Harris because she's following procedure to better herself in her career. As an African American woman, if that's she, everybody can come up with these titles. Well, she married to an Indian. Who cares? 
I don't care. I don't care. She was born here. And unless her birth certificate, if we took a look at, says something other than black, then she's gonna fall into the same boat. Because guess what? She do you see you see the way she she never not, okay, we'll see if Biden come on the wins if they ask for the birth certificate. Like they did Obama. Do you think they will? I don't think so. You better not. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is this more about Trump waking up the poor white citizens and, and making them realize, hey, they don't like you either? Yes, absolutely. Because you look at look at this. What you got these, uh, what you call them, the good old boys or whatever? Yeah. The good boys. The good boys aren't wealthy people. The good boys aren't these flashy business owners. The good boys are the boys that love country. They for the country. And what Trump has showed the good old boys is that you see these politicians and they got this free health care and they get all of the best of the best and they get, they take PAC money and they get all the money from their campaigns and spending on themselves and they cut these side deals in these countries that we have allies with. You see those people. These people don't care about you. You see what they did? They took away coal. Coal was the only way of life of West Virginia, South Pennsylvania, and look what they did. They took y'all and didn't give y'all nothing, didn't give y'all a pot to piss. See, they don't care about you. They just come see you when it's election time. And as soon as he get in, he open up all the businesses and all the avenues for those people to progress. Now, you know, the gripe with the African-American community is legit. It's always been legit because we've always been at the bottom. You see? But we're 30% of the population because they consider Latinos that come in the country white. They consider Africans that come in the country white. They don't want to talk about the Europeans. They consider the Chinese that come in the country white. The Asians that come in the country white. All of those people are caught into white people. So we only represent 30% of the population and y'all still worried about the minority. Y'all still worried about us being the minority. But when you look at classification of citizens, we'll never be outside of the minority. Y'all worried about the Mexicans or the Latino population taking over minority ship. No, they consider them white once they get their citizenship. Why do you think they want to close down the whole immigration in the first place? Because it, it had got to the point to where it was putting a strain on social security. It puts the strain on Social Security when Social Security is already bottom out with 50 million baby boomers coming to collect within the next 10 years. So this agenda, this agenda has to be fast in warp speed. This agenda has to be in warp speed. I don't, maybe I look at stuff from a different perspective. I don't know. But when you look at how money, once you understand how money is created and Everybody said there's no money. This, this is a debt. This is a debt. This is a penal column where the energy generates the money because there is no money. And now that you remove the money from every country on the planet with the execution of Muammar Gaddafi, there was no chance of any money being a tangible, solid thing. That's the only person that's, that was on the globe that was pushing for a gold standard. Now that he is out of the way, everybody is going to be utilized as energy. 
Now they've already given you notice that your energy is going to be money. The experiment was the United States. The people are the people are the money. The job holders, the people that are creating jobs, the people that are maneuvering in the community is what they create money off of. If they're creating money off of you, then you are a citizen. What's so, what's so hard about understanding that? That drives everything. That drives everything. The amount of money drives everything now. You have these bonds, okay? I'm to, I want y'all to pitch this. You got the man that put the crime bill in place in order to make the United States of America one of the wealthiest countries on the planet. How do you get that? Thing? How did you come up with that? What is your thinking process? Okay, so you crack it. You put these laws in the place to give people these erroneous amounts of years of crack that you systematically installed in our community. After you didn't pass the child support bill of 72 and worked between 68 and 75 to get all of the men out of the house through the uh, women's liberation and the feminist movement, which People still haven't done enough study on that. So you get all the men out of the house, and you put crack on it. The African-American inner city and some people a way to make money illegally because you're not giving them no jobs because uh, I forget who was talking about. Uh, somebody was talking about like the only three things, that was, a couple of things that was do was hustle, pimp, sell drugs, and work for yourself, have it, uh, be self-employed because what not, when nobody else really given a lot of African-American men jobs. So they already had created the atmosphere for us to fail from the very beginning. The only reason we're even making it now is because we are creating entrepreneurship amongst ourselves. See, but you, you, you have people during this. So we got to back up. So you got Daddy Bush, who was the head of the CIA in the 70s. Daddy Bush then becomes the vice president after he headed the CIA, which gave, which gives him world, world access. That Daddy Bush that got world access, head of the CIA, becomes the vice president with, with uh, after he didn't become vice president with, with Carter, but he became vice president with Reagan. Hmm. Becomes vice president with Reagan. He's the vice president with Reagan which means he was the president because Reagan was a movie star. He wasn't a politician like Trump. They is, they tried to assassinate Reagan and he got it. He got with the plan real quick. Say Hollywood homes, take a seat and you just deliver the speeches. So then you had Daddy Bush come in as president after he was the vice president for eight years. All the while, people are not understanding that he groomed Bill Clinton, after Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton robbed the state of Arkansas. Tyson Foods and Walmart was nobody until Bill Clinton became president. So this, these, these constructs have been, been in place to keep us down for a lot of years. So now you have this guy Biden. Delaware, what's the significance of Delaware? Every credit card company that you see is in Wilmington, where? Delaware. 
So here you got this guy that's in the credit capital of the world. Look up what MasterCard is owed in credit. Look up what MasterCard got out there in credit. You think our deficit is a crazy number. Look at what MasterCard have out as credit. Talk about trillions, okay? So you get this guy come out of Delaware to introduce this crime bill in the height of the crack era and the height of the AIDS era. And we'll talk about the relationship between, hey, let's not talk about the relationship between AIDS and coronavirus. We're going to say that. Right? So you get this guy that comes on and introduces this crime bill. This crime bill gives African-American males, because they have already they already understand that it's a disproportionate Ameri- uh, amount of African-American males that's in the crack game that's creating a whole bunch, that's making a whole bunch of money. So they're making a whole bunch of money in the crack game. But the ones that get caught, they give erroneous amounts of time, or you can tell on the big weeds. So they keep this hierarchy going for years and years and years and years, all the while putting them all behind bars for ridiculous numbers for a little to no amount of crack. Then you have Kamala Harris, who was just a job. She understood, and it's just like, I don't want you to think about yourself and all, all African-American men, all African, I mean, men and women. When you go into a career, you're looking to be the best at it. You ain't looking at the politics, though. You're just looking at, I'm going to be the best because I got to be because of how they view me. First of all, I'm a woman. Second of all, I'm a woman of color. I'm going to have to fight tooth and nail in this white man's world. So you got people that's getting mad at her for being cold at what she do. I'm not mad at her for being cold at what she do. I'm mad at her for not instituting or introducing some sort of remedy when you had the opportunity to. And not only not introduce the remedy, but go along with the program in order to further your career at the at the at the black man's expense. You see what I'm saying? So People can view her as they want. I just see her as who she is. You know, I don't know her. See what I'm saying? I just know her body of work. And her body of work says that she's not for me. If 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 you don't create programs, if you have the opportunity and you don't create programs, knowing I'm in a in a position that the government has put me in that doesn't allow me to be the best possible person I can be, then shame on you. I mean, these people have opportunities to put programs in place. But you took Voltec out of school, so we can't learn that because you took Voltec out of school and after the 90s, you took vocational education that was given to you in school. Carpenters, uh, electricians, uh, uh, people that could build houses, all these different uh, skills, that used to be in high school. You you take those out of high school and make it a course that way you got to pay money. But I got a high school education uh, you're not giving me a grant. I can't get a loan because I live in the projects. My mama don't own no house. My mama don't have no collateral. See, they have systematically just made it to the point to where we almost got to go back to like the 60s. We got to make something out of nothing. That's what really forced us to start doing business with each other. You see what I'm saying? Like, you look at all of the entrepreneurs or the, the, the African-American entrepreneurs, male and female, that and you look at the people around them, they're making the people around them wealthy. You see, they almost forced us to go back into that. But guess what's going to happen? They're going to change all that. 
y'all think y'all just out here getting money and, and posting Instagram videos and talking about this and that and you know recession proof and all this other type of stuff, man. You think these people not watching that? We know based on history that these people are always watching that. These people are never gonna take their foot off of your neck. Okay, if 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 if, if it's propping up the the African American female or you know LBGT and they making some stink about it. It's a different story, but you look at who's doing it. A lot of these black men self-made, homes. They watching this. They watching this. And it don't really matter who the president is, but they, they paying attention because that boy Trump done gave away a lot of their money. So they done gave away a lot of energy and they're going to have to recoup that energy some type of way. Because you got a lot of people that done got rich off of these. Man, I heard the... the I've heard the numbers too. I know a few people that we're talking 20, 30 grand. Okay, so let me bust your head with this one. <laughs> My man was just talking about the Nigerians hit them people for 500 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you talk about pray for Nigeria. Well, Nigerians come over here and get declassified as white people. Then hit the government for 500 million, but they want to give you a, a $1,300 check. They hit the government for five hundred million and skedaddle across the river. Hmm. They leave you holding the bag. I mean, nobody reads, but you know, nobody pays attention. But we talked about this before. They got everybody busy. They want you to be busy. They want you to be busy so we can, so they can indoctrinate your children. And it's coronavirus. People had an opportunity to train their children at home. They had an opportunity. How many did? They didn't want to do it. So now they're traumatized. They see you for who you really are, mama, daddy. You don't want me around anyway. Y'all think these kids are kids are energy sponges. Don't want me around. You want to put me off on the, you know, on my teacher because you don't want to deal with me. They feel that. They feel that, bro. You see what I'm saying? I was, you know, my mother is a teacher for a very, very, very long time. So kids are her thing. She loves it. She loves it. She enjoys it. She goes, she goes and she works for the feds. She works on the Indian, she works for the Indian Reservation. She works for the Choctaw Indian. So they don't stop. See, people, people aren't getting the inside school. I get I got plants everywhere. You know, they just happened. I just, the look of the draw. So my mom didn't stop because of the whole mandatory stuff. But, you know, she worked on the Indian reservation. So she works on the Indian reservation, dealing with kids all day, young kids. Then come home and deal with her grandkids and her great-grands and her nieces and everybody else all day. So she understands how to handle and teach kids. And she rears them right. You know, not without fussing. You know, she don't do a lot of fussing and a lot of cussing and all that. You know how old folks is. But she understands how to handle them and everybody enjoys being around them. Because my siblings ain't got time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's by the grace of God, they got granny around. They got their great-grandmother and great-great-grandmother and my, you know, my mother. They got all of those, those people around who are used to dealing with children and understand how to let children be children. 
rather than, you know, get out of that or don't do this or don't do that. People had an opportunity, man. They asked for the opportunity. Before this whole corona stuff, you had people talking about, you know, you know, it's the children are not bad, it's bad parenting. It's bad parenting. It's bad parenting. Then you had all these parents getting defensive. No, it's not bad parenting. Da, 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 da. Then they say, okay, here you go. And a lot of them said, I need to go back to school. I'm tired of trying to kill you. You see what I'm saying? Oh, this is crazy, man. But, you know, I look at I look at the for what is worth the whole presidency thing because it never affected me. No president has ever affected me. We've talked about this before. Me and a lot of my opponents, you know, these presidents have never affected me. Okay? Under Reagan, I made money. You know how we made money under Reagan. In the 90s, I made money. In the early 90s, under Bush, you know how we made money in the early 90s. Okay, I went to college and I made money in college until I decided to change my life and ended up being homeless for a little while because I didn't want to make money that same way. But at the same time, you had Clinton sent all the jobs overseas. People forget that. Before my mother was a teacher, she worked in a factory. My grandmother worked in a factory. You know who sent those jobs away? Bill Clinton. You see, so not only that, he sent the Votech out of school. He took all of the vocational education out of school. They, they lobbied to make this stuff where you got to get a certificate. They made it a part of educa- continuing education. So me and you couldn't go learn a skill without having to pay the government for a standardized. When we know, just I'm, I'm, listen, I'm from the South, homie. I'm from the dirty, dirty South. Not that South when people talk about Atlanta style. I'm talking about out there where the handyman built the house. Not no damn contractor. Uncle Bob, Uncle Lee, Junebug and them got together and built your house from the ground up on bricks. They ain't need no damn diploma. They ain't need no certificate. Wire the whole house up from the pole. The electric company come out there, they didn't know the house there. They look like, damn, ain't no meter on that house. Oh, and it ain't illegal. They just got to say, okay, look, I know y'all be getting this free electricity, but we're going to put a meter on the job. Okay, cool. Now it's regulation. Now they got smart meters. They done made everything to the point where the black man can't really do what he want to do in his, in his own community. Y'all not even, people not even talking about, see, you got to go back to the beginning. The Dred Scott case was never overturned, man. We ain't even, we... We've been going on all this time as three-fifths of a man that's up under the citizenship. So let's say you get, let's say we fight away from the citizenship and we get a gold standard. Three-fifths of a man, huh? We haven't even got to the root of things. We still haven't got to the root. I'm still waiting on the scholars to tell me. I'm still waiting on the academic legal scholars to come back and show me where this has been overturned and that there is no other case that has challenged that that has gotten that overturned. No, what they'll say is the 13th and the 14th Amendment took care of that. But that, didn't. Every, you're yeah. right. It didn't. You're right. But that's what they, that's what they always come back to their rebuttal point. You're a citizen. You're a citizen. 
of Washington, D.C. You're not a you're not a man in country, the United States of America. You are a citizen of the 1871 United States. What's a citizen? Cattle. That gets what? Privileges and benefits. That can be revoked at any time. At any time, that's right. I gave you the driver's license. I gave you the, the I give you the example. And everybody was posting the, the video of the little young boy getting pulled out of his car because he the passenger and don't want to get up. She got pulled over for doing, first of all, can I talk about this driving thing? Please do. Can I talk about this? Okay, so those of you guys, I'm gonna come to it. I'm gonna come to y'all. Who don't understand that driving on a public road is a privilege. That's right. It is a privilege to drive. That's what else. It is a privilege for you to ride on their property. It is a privilege. Now, we're going to use that argument of the girl doing 45 and the 30. Hmm. Probable cause, okay? So you're doing 35 and you're doing 45, 40, or 45 and the 30. The police, this is, the, this is how it goes. They clock you. You're 15 miles per hour over the speed limit, over the speed limit that says you are breaking the law. Statutes determines the law because you're a citizen. Laws are for men. Statutes are for citizens. But we'll call it law. You've broken the law, so they pull you over. They pull you over, they come up to the car, and they say, license registration. And you say, what I do wrong? Now, the instant you open your mouth, what you can and say will be held against you in the court of law. Okay. So once you open your mouth, you're already wrong. You're already wrong. You're already, you're already the lost once you open your mouth, you done lost already. See, they ask you a question so you can rebut. So you already done lost. I'm not gonna give y'all the remedy. I'm not gonna do it. You gotta come, you gotta come see us for that. So you already done broke the law by speeding. It gives them probable cause because now they get to pull you over. Now you're technically you're under arrest. Technically, because you've already broken the law. Technically, you're under arrest. The only reason they don't arrest you because long story, but they don't, they don't want to flood the jail with people that speak. So they got these statues to, you know, get you out of that. So they pull you over and say, hey, uh, what you pulling over for? Was you going 45 and a 30? Okay. Guilt. You've already passed judgment on yourself. You admitted guilt. See, they, they get you to admit guilt up front. You see, they get you to admit guilt, uh, admit guilt up front. Okay, now they just say you got a passenger with you, right? They ask you for your license and registration. You give them your license and registration, and you know you legit, so that's cool. So you give them your license and registration, but you got a passenger on my public street with a registered car driving on a public road that is a privilege for you. 
and you have a passenger that's trespassing on my public property as I am here to serve the public. So I say, listen, passenger, I don't know you. If somebody walk up on your property, if you at your house, you own your house, and a man come up on your property, and you don't know him, but he's not violent. He said, well, brother, I don't know you, man. I need you to get off my property. He said, well, I'm Mac. Here's my ID. I, I don't mean you no harm. You can hold on to my ID until you're comfortable. Most people that be like, oh, man, this man don't give me his, his license. Cool. Hey, man, I'm looking at your property. I just want to buy your house. I want to make you an offer, man. I'm not really, I'm not willing to say, okay, cool. You give, give him his license back and he leaves. See, you're on this pro- he on your property, so you dictate what goes on. Right. He asks you for your ID, passenger, and you don't give him that ID, and you on that public street, and you are an accomplice to a crime. Because guess what? She already admitted that she was going 45 and the third. So she has committed a crime. And not only has she committed a crime, she's already admitted guilt of the crime because he's writing her a ticket. You see? Then they ask you for your ID because you're a citizen and you're in a registered car and you don't produce that ID for them to properly identify identify you in the public, then you are a threat to the public. If you are a threat to the, to the public, I can remove you and subdue you if you do not comply. I got so much pushback about complying when I say behave. Because I say it in a, in a manner that, that little boy some people. Some people feel like, Mac, you little boy. And you say, behave. I ain't no slave. Yes, you are. You just don't know it. You're living in la-la land. You can be as free as you want to be in your mind, but in the physical, they own you. They have a piece of paper on you. They have a contract on you, so they own you. So here you is in the public cutting up so they can subdue you and treat you any kind of way now because you're in the public. And they're there to protect the public. And highways are for what? Look it up. For commerce. Commerce, that's it, yeah. Unless you're in a subdivision and you're on a road, you're participating in commerce, home. Because guess what? You got a versatility. And your energy is money. So everything you do is commerce. And as long as you're a commerce, you're a citizen, you do what I ask you to do. Because I'm sworn by law to do what I have to do to protect the public. And if you're a threat to me, then you're a threat to the public. These are simple, 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 simple understandings. If you read, somebody done told you you was free. Somebody done told you they don't have the right. But you don't know what Well, that's the, th- I wanted to ask you, you know, when we see the videos with the Moors giving civics lessons to the cop, and I just, I've never, me personally, I would never try to hold court again. I, I, that's not that's not the, the time, I place for to give a cop a civics lesson. Just take it in, take it to court and do it that way. But on the street, there's this. I know judges, man. I know judges. I know cops. I could, you know, hey, my brother, we didn't had this conversation before. My brother said, man, you got to be careful when you deal, when you deal with more. See, that's that's the thing about having a dad that's from the nation. See. So when, when, when my brother got into law enforcement, he was already astute to the Moorish sciences. We was already we was already coached on that, you know. 
And uh, so my brother, you know, said you got to be careful with these with these free people, these these uh, these people who claim indigenous and all this other type of stuff, and had these certain papers. Yet they have to they have to handle them a different way. Mm-hmm. And it's not a way that they think they're being handled. You see, the only thing that the Moors are really doing, you know, that's that's claiming like the Moorish Empire. The only thing they're doing is they're circumventing the process. And all they got to do is vacate. All the judges have to do is vacate the judgment. But see, what they what, what they what they tend to not understand is that down the road, see, now you're going you gonna to have to be indigenous forever. You're going to have to be indigenous forever. And once you get a bank account and, and once you get a, a, a operating business, All they're doing is collecting data. All they're doing is collecting data. They're collecting data, they're collecting data, and they're waiting for you to utilize one of their benefits and their privileges. So you're going to have to die in that. Like you said, like you told them, they'll wait you out. They'll wait you out. Because ain't no rebuilding the kingdom, huh? People people didn't read the Treaty of Peace. They often quote it, but they didn't read the Treaty of Peace. They didn't read the Treaty of Peace. I read the Treaty of Peace. One of the benefits of having a father that understands things. You see, read the Treaty of Peace. You know, they, they had to they had to get help from somebody else. Right. They gave up their own kingdom. That's right. Y'all, come on, man. Y'all think y'all doing something because check this out. My homeboy that's a judge, he don't give he don't care about none of that. He don't care about none of that. Because you violate the law. Okay. If you got a tag on your car. I ain't, forget it. If you had to register your firearm, forget it. If you are accepting a benefit or a privilege in this country, man, they got you going and coming. They might not mess with you because the the, the, the uh, magistrate might not know how to handle it. Best believe they call, he called in his colleagues. He called in the colleagues. There is no free land here. You're not in a free land, man. You're in a penal colony. You're in a penal colony taken in war. This country was taken in war, man. You know who wins the war against the country. If this is the kingdom, then why is it being ran by D.C.? So now you got to do paperwork to appeal to the nation, to the United Nations for help. Who made the United Nations? Where are the United Nations at? Ain't the United Nations in New York City? Yeah. Six six six. Um, I forget the, the street name, but it's six 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 something. Yeah. Listen, all these people want to do to them is frustrate them and waste their time because you're not contributing to the money pool that we have built up in Social Security. So all we want to do is waste your time. We want to waste your time. I don't see a whole bunch of them cats living lavish. I see a lot of teachers that are getting by. I see a lot of advocates that are getting by, and then you got a lot of, and this this will make a lot of them would make the the good ones, the real ones, the real ones like a seer and a whole bunch of people that really really teach their shit, that really is, you know, good people that that's trying to live that life. You got these out here that's claiming, just like in every other society, that's claiming more, that's giving the Moors a bad name, the 
real ones that's really doing the work. And, you know, I don't want to seem like, you know, I'm against the Moors or, or that I'm taking up for the Moors or whatever. I'm, I mean, I'm indifferent. I look at everybody as an individual. But if you're doing wrong, the laws of the laws of, of karma and the, the universal principles are going to always catch up to you. I don't care what you, it's all about your intention. You can come in and tell me my intent is to help the black community. Okay, cool. If that's your intent, then you got to live with that. But if if your intent is for self-glorification and you're doing all this shit to make yourself look good for other people and not intending to help up the, the whole, and the universe is all that, man, energy. Energy is like a, an amplified speaker. It's an amplified speaker. You can't, you can't get away from it. So you so you you can tell me what you want to do if your intent is fucked up, then you know it's gonna always come back to you. That's why a lot of them cats be getting locked up. They listen, you understand something. <laughs> a lot of them being locked up since back in the day, trying these same principle measures because they get tricked up in court. Court is a it's, it's a jester's court. It's designed to be a trick. So when I tell you, man, stay out them people way, the best way is stay out them people way. The best way is stay out them people way. Stay out them people courtrooms. Stay away from them people. Don't get involved in none of that. Because the, the, if you get caught up in it, it's going to... Man, people don't understand how hard it is to get out of legal trauma. Man, that is a headache to get out of legal trauma, man. You guys... It is the bank. Everybody has told y'all that the, the courts is the bank. The banking institution. They don't want to, you only paying money. They, they find you. Everything is about money. And if everything is, you got to understand. So if, if, if this is about money, when you go to court, they find you. They find you. It's about money. So it's the bank, right? It's the bank. The clerk runs. You know, who, 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 who takes your money at the, uh, at the bank? <laughs> the teller. Who's the what? Oh, the, the clerk. clerk. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Who you got to pay your money to in the, at the jail? <laughs> the clerk. People don't, they don't, <laughs> it don't register. It's the bank. I don't want to owe the bank. I don't want to owe the bank at all, whether it's Chase or Cobb County. I don't want to owe the bank at all. No, no parts of the bank. I'd rather have a good working relationship with the bank. Because if you got, that's just like, if you got a good working relationship with the bank, you can get bank loans and you get trust. Same thing with the courts. You have to appease the courts. You have to appeal to the courts. If you get a good working relationship with the courts, the courts are always going to show you leniency. But a lot of these cats, they come in thinking they can run court. And they don't know they're being tricked. We'll talk about another video. Because I know people, people be asking me this all the time. The reason why I'm talking about this a lot. Buddy in there, and the, and the judge is telling him to zip it. First, the judge is telling him, shut up. I'm going to gag you in this court. You're like, man, I don't understand, man. Why y'all got me in? He said, just get Shut up. Or I'm going to gag you in this court. You're going to shut up. I remember that. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Shut your mouth. He kept saying, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Dude just kept talking, and it was all going good. They, they, got, the, they got the show on go. This is free game, good people. But I, this is educational purposes only. Educational purposes. So he going off, man, I, I don't get it, Judge, man. Y'all ain't let me talk. Y'all ain't let me do nothing. First of all, let me be clear. Once you cross the bar, you don't have a word because you don't speak their language. That's why you got to have a lawyer. So we'll get that out of the way. So you're not letting me talk. I understand. So until that point, he was considered a fool. 
I'm not going to tell y'all what's the significance of being the fool because you're in the justice court. So you need to go, I don't understand, I don't understand. So here's what the judge, here's how the judge got it. Here's how the judge got it. People are like, they should never, because it's a white judge, it's a black man that's being, that's being, uh, that's in court. This is how they play the race card, all right? When I keep telling y'all, it's not about race, it's about procedure. If you don't know the procedure, then it's going to always be about race because we don't have no positions of power. Mm-hmm. All right, so so the judge said, you listen to me. I want you to zip it. Do you understand me? He's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't understand. He's like, do you understand me? I want you to zip it, zip it. Do you understand me? He's like, yeah, man, I understand what you mean, but man, they ain't let me talk. The next, the next scene they showed him, he had a ball in his mouth with tape wrapped around his head. <laughs> he told you he was going to gag you in that court if you didn't zip it. Then before he did it, he said, "You just this is how they get you on the record. Because she just said it tight. You told me that you understood what I mean when I said zip it. Is that right? Mr. Sly. Yeah, I know that's what I said, but I ain't, y'all ain't let me talk. Man, they should do that in court. That's what I'm talking about. They feel so racist. That white judge, they put that, they treat him like a slave. I'm back. Bro. So when I come on and I say, man, dog, you look like a fool when people be defending the, the, the behavior. Yeah, you know, I understand where the behavior comes from. But I was in the same position. I was in the same position, man. I was in the same, whatever you whatever you thinking is bad, bro. I, I was in the worst situation. Whatever you thinking is bad, I was in the worst situation. You would think, well, man, I, I, grew up, I was in the worst situation. Man, I'm talking about man, I was so poor, man, Rogers and Brad, I was in the same situation. I was, uh, listen, whatever the worst is, man, listen, I grew up in Philadelphia, Mississippi. I need y'all to look it up. It is the home where the three civil rights workers was killed in a station wagon and buried under a, a damn pond, uh, under the pond, in the pond, whole car. They dug it out, put the car in there, put the dirt back over there, and put the water back in it. I'm from a place that is so that, that was so entangled in racial tension that it was unbelievable. Y'all think y'all know what racism is. Y'all think y'all know what prejudice is until there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it when you're in a position to where you you, you think you can do something about it, but then you look around and just do this. You got a 35% off sale, 35 years. You better hope it's not a liquidation because you're getting 70. You better hope it ain't a 50% off sale because you're getting 50. Numbers judge giving you for fighting in these towns. And y'all think y'all know what racism I don't think y'all know what racism is when you pass the test to be in the upper 2% 
of the entire grade. Okay, I'm, this is the true story. And, and when you come out of kindergarten, preschool, they give you this aptitude test. And you score in the top 2% of all of the children in the town. And they put you in a smart class. Now, me and one of my homeboys, we was the only two spots in the smart class. So I get in a spot class. I'm in a smart class, but you got to understand, so I'm from the west side. I'm from the other side of the tracks. And it's rough, and it's dog-eat-dog. So I get in the smart class. Yeah, I'm six, seven years old, but I'm from the west side. You know, you're in the hood, you grow up early. You grow up quick in the hood. You know what I'm saying? That's everywhere. That's universal. You grow up quick in the hood. So I'm in a smart class. And in a smart class, you got to understand, a lot of the, in the towns like this, a lot of people, a lot of these children ain't had, a, you know, they haven't been exposed to African Americans. You know, a lot of times that the first black person they see be in school because they don't be, you know, around in the household. So when you're in this class, you don't, you don't understand how to behave because you ain't never been around these, these types of people in both. So now you got, I'm the only black, my homeboy, he was the other only black, but he was real light-skinned with gray eyes. So, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. You see what I'm saying? The first day I'm in this class, I'm disrespected. So the first day I'm in this class, there's a bloodshed. My mama can attest to this. A lot of people from the crib know. So this boy, I punch him in the nose, I bust his nose. You know, if you see blood in school. They flip out, yeah. Teacher flipped out. Yeah. So I bust his nose, he crying. You know, I'm, that's regular for us, you know. We, we tussle. So I ain't thinking it's no big deal. The next day I was in the dumb class. I was in the class of the people who had flunked the first grade and the people who scored on a lower 10% of the aptitude test. So regardless of how brilliant I was, because of where I was from and my behavior, I was relegated to, the, to be considered a dummy. See what I'm saying? So we don't understand it as children. I just felt like, I, okay, I'm in the class with all my homies from the hood. That's how I looked at it. I got all my friends in my class now. Cool. I'm good. Not understanding the ramifications that will follow me all the way up till I got to high school. You see? Because I wasn't being taught in a manner that my counterpart was because the majority of that class was white. You see what I'm saying? The majority of that class was white, white children. They wasn't smarter than me by far. But what that did was that slowed down my progression. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm looking at people, I'm like, oh man, you flunked the first grade. You in the class with me. Four people, me and three of my homeboys were the only four original boys, man. From first grade to 12th grade, four of us. We the four original, everybody else had either flunked. They Every other boy that graduated me with me had failed a grade. Four of us, four original boys, man. Maybe five. Out of a whole class, man, five five black boys were the only boys that graduated when they were supposed to. Everybody else had either failed the grade. Tons of black girls. All the black girls was on point. A lot of them flunked, but most of the black girls, most of the black women, there was they they were five black boys. That slowed my progression. That slowed my progress. I back up until I got 
to college my junior year until I, until I started taking upper class, upper class level, upper level class, 300, 400, 500. Mm-hmm. That's when I caught up. It was like a light went off. And I was kind of pissed off because I was like, well, where did the light go? And it wasn't until I started gaining knowledge itself to see how they systematically set us back starting in kindergarten. And they only allow one or two, three or four, depending on the population of the school, be great. That's right. See, we got to keep that ratio there. It's systematic. It's systematic throughout everything. When people just looking at society, brush in everything. How the cereal is, is set up in the aisles. It's everywhere. How the, the food, people think these companies, you can have a company pay good money to have your product put at eye level in Walmart. That's right. If the product works the way it says work and it's black owned, they're going to tell you they don't have any more spots available. But they'll get you in the store. So they want you to just be happy just by having it in Walmart. Then they're going to dictate the price. That's why Walmart prices are a lot lower than people. Other people, because Walmart determined the price based on their market. You know, it's a systematic thing. So I, this this whole president thing that don't bother me because I, whatever y'all talking about, I've been through worse, homes. That's why I, it don't none, don't none of this bother me because I made money under Bush. Let me back up. I made money under Reagan. I made money under Bush Senior. I made money under Clinton. I made money under Bush Junior. I made money under Obama. And I made money on the Trump because they don't dictate my hustle. They don't dictate what I do. Ain't nothing they can do. I just found out. I just find out where the hustle is, what the ramifications of not adhering to the hustle, and I I gauge it. So if you got scammers that scamming now. I don't like the scam. I don't like it because I understand energy. I don't want no parts of it. Because I've always made money. But see, the problem with the problem is not making money. The problem is being disciplined enough not to be out there with it. Mm-hmm. I get it, I get I get it all the time. Why you wear joggers and t-shirts all the time? Why you don't never dress up? I can, but that ain't my thing. I don't have a hundred pairs of jaws. I'm not even a, a shoe guy. You see what I'm saying? You gonna you gonna fuck with me for, for what you see. Not for what I got on, not for what I can give you. Because the only thing I can give you are words of encouragement. And I found out from my hustling days that my words of encouragement have carried me way farther in life than what I could give somebody. Because I've been giving free game my whole life. I've been giving free game my whole life. And, and I've had people question my street credibility before. But check this out. You can call anybody that know me. This is a challenge. This is a challenge. If you can find anybody that can tell you I ain't who I am, it was my enemy. And I don't got many enemies. See what I'm saying? It pays to be a stand-up dude, even when it's not cool, man. Even when it's not cool. You know, Everybody wants to have a yes man around them. It's cool to feel good. It's cool to want to feel good about some of the accomplishments and some of the things you're doing. But if you got to be the same person that make you feel good, got to be the same person to say, hey, look, man, 
don't do that shit because I know it seemed like a good thing, but on the other side of that, it might be a bunch of ramifications. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people get jammed up because they don't have these them real dudes around them that's going to always give them words of encouragement. I'm not going to encourage you to go rob no bank, man. Even if I know it's an easy lick, even if I know it's only one God, I'm not going. I'm not going to co-sign that, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to co-sign that because it don't make sense. It don't. It, it, and plus, I don't want that karma. I don't want none of those energies coming back to me because it's all about intent. And you can say, man, Mac, you give me the answer to the bank, man. You doing me a favor. I got to feed my family. Even if my intentions are no, if somebody dies in that bank robbery or you go to jail and you're away from your family for 75 years, then I Final point uh, that I want you to emphasize, because a lot of people keep thinking uh, uh, the oppressor's karma is coming back to get them. And there's a special place in hell for these people. Blah. We've all heard it before, right? These people not going to hell, man. Okay, now we understand why, but could you briefly, before we wrap this thing up, briefly explain to the people why there's no special place in hell for the evil white supremacists and, and whatever. <laughs> I have explained over and over again how you are doing it to yourself. I've explained over and over again how these people are manipulating you to create these karmas that come back on you. It is your karma. The, 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 the racism and the racist stuff that you do, that they do to you, and you feel like they're going to get something. It's your common. The Moors would tell you that this was ours. Why ain't it ours now? Why is it not ours still? Why? Because you lost it. So if you lose this to me, then I got the right to dictate what happens here. And if you don't do what I ask you to do because I want it fair and square, because I got you to believe that paperwork is where it's at. The world is ran on contracts. You signed a treaty and you signed these pieces of papers and these pieces of paper became your bond. And people still think money, paper, don't mean nothing. Okay. You signed it and lost it. So if I write a law, I write a law or a rule, and you don't abide by that rule, then you shall be punished because you are disobeying or you're violating the contract. You are in violation. You are in violation. You are in violation of these contracts, bro. You can you can you can be a child of God all you want, but your mother signed that birth certificate and gave it over to Child Protection Services to fly it up to New York to get it stamped. You are under contract. And the contract says there is no reason for you to be ignorant of the laws of this contract. So whatever I do to you, it don't come back to me. I'm using your car to come back on you. So when I tell you to behave. I'm not talking down. I'm not trying to look boy y'all, man. And that's how our people take it when you when you. I'm not trying to look boy y'all. That's how they taking it. Home. Yeah. Say, bro. Can I go back home just a little bit? I'm not trying to look all y'all, man. I'm trying to help 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not trying to little boy you, bro. I'm just trying. I'm trying to give you the game. I'm trying to give you the game so you can get home, wife. I'm trying to give you the game so you can get home to your baby. That way you can you can gain an understanding of their procedure because these people are using procedures against you. Because you don't understand procedure and ignorance of the law. There's no excuse. So you let these people do their procedures and go on about their business because it's designed to inconvenience you. Because time is money. Understand that your time, your energy is money. So let these people do their procedures and you get home to family, man. We, we, could, we could do this on the paperwork because the, your, your, your forefathers gave away the country on paper. So everything is done on paper. It's a land of contracts. You got to sign your name for everything. You got to sign your name for benefits. You got to sign your name for privileges. You got to sign your name for everything. So when you start viewing this this whole thing in that type of manner, and you start looking back on what contracts you sign, promissory notes, college scholarships, everything is a contract. Everything is a contract. And if you don't understand contract law and uh, start to get a, just a brief understanding of contract law and why your signature is so important, you know, then you're going to always be trapped. You know, at least you have remedies and at least you have you've been given notice. See, y'all, y'all still looking at this presidency thing. I'm still looking at it the wrong way, in my opinion. In my opinion, because I don't get emotional. I'm not emotional because I didn't I didn't got money and I done, I done been at the worst. I done been my worst. I was my worst under under Clinton. The worst I ever did in my life was under Clinton. And I got people, I know people that made millions under Clinton. I was my worst under Clinton. I came up by my hole under Bush. I came out under Bush, home. So I'm just I'm just saying. You know, and then you got to think about it. It's more, I want y'all to look at y'all Instagram now. Y'all, everybody's selling classes, master classes, and all this other type of stuff. When did that happen? It happened under Trump. These new money, that new money, these new millionaires, that happened under Trump. These self-made people who was self-made making money, under Obama, who got started under Obama, they got rich under Trump. Sly, you did a show. You said <clears throat> Trump coming in office, he's gonna put foot the ass. If you ain't about business, if you ain't an entrepreneur, if yep. you ain't trying to make no money, you gonna hate him. That's right. If you about that money, you trying to make that money, and you you trying to get it out the mud, you trying to you gonna love him. Talk to one of my homeboys, ATL Shouty. He's straight up Atlanta to, to the day he died. He said, Boy, look it up. Hey, Shout. Who love Trump? Shout. Tell me. Shout. You getting with that money? Shout. Shout. I know cats that ain't never had no business. Shout. They out here doing it. But you called it. But people get emotional. They look, bro. I, I, racism is part of this country, man. The, 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 the Constitution is not for you anyway. It's not for you anyway. The Constitution means nothing if you're a citizen. You don't have no rights. You're still three-fifths of a human being. You still, first of all, you cattle. Then you got first you got to defeat the cattle part, which is un- unbeatable. You're not gonna beat the dollar. Everybody still collapsed. The dollar, the dollar been collapsing for 30 years. 
But yeah, they always every four every two, three, four years. This dollar to dollar. Yeah. This was happening. Yeah. More citizens, more babies, more money. They don't want population control. They want to control everything outside of the birth certificate system. The birth certificate system is what drives the currency. So all these countries that don't have birth certificates that can't they can't put a number on their population. That's where, that's where the population control is going to come from. I keep telling people, what you worried about? It's just the prick. Oh, what I wanted to say earlier. You got this guy that put this bill in place to incarcerate massive numbers of, of underprivileged people, black men mainly, because these insurance bonds are based on the prison. The prison decides how your education go. How, listen, how the private prisons work, it determines based on how children fare in, in schools, how many, what percentage of those children are going to end up going to jail. So they can dictate when to build new prisons, how many beds they have in the prison, and why they got to keep these beds filled because the amount of beds filled that pulls from the community determines how much money the, the bonds that these that they trade in Wall Street, how much these bonds are worth. Mm. A lot of y'all are investing in stocks and bonds and don't know that you're investing into the slave of your brother. So when you start looking at these companies, it's, it's yeah, you get people get rich off of, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, but you gotta understand that a lot of people are going to jail behind it too. Because it, it dictates those the cost of those the the the, the um, sort of the I don't know what you want to call it how much these bonds are worth are determined by beds of <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like a college. A college ain't shit unless they got people in the dorm, unless they got students. You got to have people in there for that college to be worth anything. The same thing with the prison. You see, these people made way to see so. And this will be my last point. I'm going to let y'all go because I know y'all getting tired. You know, but uh, these people was running. I was telling one of my one of my people that I was um, I was counseling. I said, you got to understand how smart these people are. These people was running out of commerce. They was running out of business. So they make business by creating problems. They create problems to make business. It's about commerce. So when I come on and I start giving information about remedies and I start giving information about health and wellness and how to defeat these industries that they're creating, it was free game because I understand that they're creating a market. They're creating a market. They put out problems to create markets. These issues that you see coming about, there are people getting rich off of these issues problem is coronavirus. They created an entire market of sanitation mask, and they created an entire market for people to make money off of. They're creating commerce because they're running out of ways to create commerce, ushering into this artificial intelligence. They're going to continue, they're going to have, because artificial intelligence is not acting on in a manner in which they find conducive to keep their power strong they have to continue to create markets, so they have to create problems. They're going to create other problems so they can create a market to provide money for their own. 
you know, coronavirus almost destroyed the grocery store. But Amazon, I have stock in Amazon for about eight years. <laughs> Bezos, I, I used to, I messed with Bezos when he was selling me books. He was sending me books. Bezos was sending me books out of his garage back in the day. So, but anyway, they almost destroyed the grocery store. So they, they already knew that this was going to create a rift in the market. So these people was ramping up way, way in advance. When they ran the drill in New York, you talked about it, Sly. When they ran that drill in New York, you told people to get ready. They just ran the drill in New York, and yeah. the coronavirus hit eight months later. Yeah. They already had it under control. They had a, And then they had the Agenda 21. They had an emergency Agenda 21 meeting. And Soros said that our biggest adversary in the world, not China, not Russia, not even a country, our biggest adversary who needs to be stopped is one man, Donald Trump. He needs to be stopped. When I saw that, that's when I had to go and take a second look. I said, wait a minute. You got people in the Trilateral Commission and Bilderberg is saying that one man is their problem because the United States is a fist. So when I say that the rest of the world is dependent on the United States, a lot of people are, are, are riding on their government off the strength of the United States, but it was false because you got Soros paying the BLM, you got them paying all these different people to create these distractions, and other people of the world through social media are getting half truths. So they're destabilizing these countries without destabilizing their country because they know, guess what, you ain't going to do nothing. All I got to do is give you a couple of dollars and you'll sit down. Right. But these other countries, they they going head first, thinking that it's, it, it, it is what it is. They're doing it in the United States. It is We, we got to fight back against our police. It's, it's get this. And listen here, man. These people not playing with y'all, they already know they're going to lay all them people down and you're not going to do nothing. And then the United Nations is not going to come in there and say, oh, these are... Human rights, human rights violations, right? Yeah, they attack the government. Yeah. They got the right to defend themselves. Yeah, for the betterment of the country. That's right. <laughs> they gonna learn. We gonna learn them something. They gonna they gonna learn you. They learn them something, baby. <laughs> learn them something. My mama said, "Make it plain." Mama, I'm making it plain. Bro, you gotta, gotta see beyond that, man. My man, shout yourself out. Oh, consultations. Put, bro, come on, listen. Can't leave money on the table. You just you just said commerce. You just said new money. As your business advisor, yeah. I would advise you to put. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So so because I do work a job, I work a nine to five, very good job. Uh, I don't have a lot of time. So if you want a consultation with me, you have to donate to your boy, and uh, I'll try to work in the time to where I can sit and listen to you. Carefully, if you didn't, this is if you haven't, if you having questions about how you, how your meals are being prepared, or how I can affect your health in any kind of way, I'll you know give you some pointers because you know none of this is medical advice. Nothing I say is medical advice. It's all fiction. Let's let's just get that up front. I'm always talking fiction. Nothing that I say is real. Nothing that I say is reality because people are energy. Energy creates thoughts. Thoughts create the word or the utterance, and the utterance creates your reality. So only you can create your reality. Let me just say that first. But if you really need somebody to um, to kind of coach you on some things and help you understand how the earth works, how the body works, 
then you donate 25 bucks. I give you an hour of my time or 30 minutes. I won't say an hour. I'll say 25. I'll give you 30 minutes. Typically, it goes over that because I like to run my mouth, as y'all can tell. But um, donate to your boy $25. Already have your problem, understanding where your problem is. If you're having some sort of metabolic issue or something that's nagging, we'll take a look at what you're eating. We'll take first of all, already know what your favorite meal is, what your favorite food is, so we can correct that first. And then we can build from there. This is this is nothing that's that's set in stone. I'll put you in where I can. Cause like I say, I still work regular. And I still and that's that's the reason why I was giving the free game to the masses, because I really didn't have time, but because my business partners, <laughs> Bo Smith, Super Slot, the Covering Academy, and all these guys that I deal with are saying, Mac. Out of everybody, you the only one that's giving away free game. <laughs> so, you know, I figure I just, you know, I have to take stuff. I have to. Because now the misinformation is spilling over. Y'all said my man, uh, Congo Nature, he's been telling people forever because I'm blue in the face. There's no such thing as 92 out of minerals in the body. We've been saying that see, people that jumped on the Steve Moss bandwagon, everybody just running. We've been telling y'all forever, forever and ever and ever. So I'm saying the the the, um, the backlash spill over into my lap, where people are now trying to question the methods in which I do things when it works. The little tips and little secrets, they work. They work in the human body. This doesn't work. In, they don't work in rat studies. They don't work in ostrich studies. They work in the human body, you know, because I understand how the body works. We get down to the basics, we fix the basics, and then health will, the body, your body, you, you will create a reality conducive for you. Your body, you will heal yourself. You will cure yourself because no other man can cure you. No other woman can cure you, only you can cure you. So we work on the mind, we work on the body, we're going to spirit. My hey, man. Find me at. I am the form runner <laughs> on Instagram. I am the form runner, NOC the form runner, nocturnal the form runner <laughs> on YouTube. Hey, man. My man, as always, thank you, brother. <laughs> hey, man. I'm trying, I told him I wasn't going to cut up too much, man. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm always, I'm always humbled. I'm always appreciative of, of your time and, and and knowledge, brother. So, man, I mean, thank you as, as always. The people, the people need this. So, and I'm just, a, I'm just a conduit, you know. So, and that, you know, people just got to get in tune with themselves. Yeah, better convince yourself that you're the greatest. You gotta listen. This is important. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not giving you no lengthy, you know, uh, woosaw, ashe. Listen, you got to convince yourself that you're the greatest. And the only way to do that is using the true method. T-R-U-E. People or energy. That's the E. Energy becomes thoughts. That's the T. Thoughts become the word or the utterance. That is the U. And the utterance 
becomes the reality that is wrong. You gotta utilize the true you in order to make your reality real. You ain't gonna get that nowhere else. That's free game. I mean, as you, man. You be the best you, because ain't but one you. God only made one you, man. You my man. That's my man's. My man's. Man, go get out of here, bro. Go on. Because hey, I know, I know, wife is like nigga. Yo, he was like, that ain't. But it's time. As always, until next time, my brother. No doubt. No Indeed. Doubt. Indeed. Y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to your boy, man. I know what it is. Form fit. Early, never late. <laughs> Yo, everybody, I hope y'all got some out of it. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Um, I'm sorry I can't get all the shout outs because y'all, it's just, it's just too many of you guys. Um, also, uh, thank you, Ronnie, for the donation. So uh, hit him up at his Instagram, his IG. It's all over the, all in the chat. Hit him up, consultations. He will not beat you over the head. So with that being said, I'm going to get up out of here. You guys have a good night. Peace.